This is the Sexual Alchemy Podcast for men who want to discover and embrace profound confidence, intimacy, pleasure, and connection. I'm Rebecca Lowry, and I invite you to explore who you really are as a confident, sexual, and sensual man. Whether you're dealing with specific sexual issues or you just know there's more to it than you've experienced so far, this is a safe space for you to learn, grow, and expand your erotic potential and possibilities. Hello, and welcome to the Sexual Alchemy Podcast. Today, I want to talk about something very near and dear to my heart, something that is fundamental to your growth as a sexual man and to building sustainable relationships, whether that's romantic, sexual, both or otherwise, and to drawing more deep connections, pleasure, intimacy, and that sort of thing into your life. The fundamental bottom line is that you've got to love yourself and you've got to love all of the parts of you. It's really difficult to put forward the parts of yourself that you, you're kind of okay with and hold back the parts of yourself that you're not and expect to experience deep intimacy. I've said it before and I'll say it again, probably a lot. <laughs> intimacy is into me see. It's allowing someone to see you warts and all. It's allowing someone to see the parts of you that you love and the parts of you that you could love a little more. And the thing is, no human being is perfect, whatever that means. We all have light and dark and shadows. We have parts of ourselves that we're okay with and we're happy to tell people about and share with others. And we have other parts where we have learned shame or fear or conditioning or that 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 part's not good enough or it doesn't fit into some arbitrary idea of who you're supposed to be as a man. We all fart and burp, right? We all fuck things up and we all get things wrong. We have flaws and we're awesome. We're flossom. One of my favorite words in the world, flossom. And that's just how it is, right? It's beautiful. It's part of being whole and human and vulnerable and having room to grow and evolve too. Now, please know that I use the term flaw very lovingly. Actually, we're perfect just as we are. You are perfect just as you are. We're perfectly imperfect. We are spirit exploring what it means to be human. We kind of have a foot in both words. And everything that we think we're supposed to be is arbitrary, right? The way that we're supposed to be a good human being, be a good lover, or be a good partner. I mean, there's some basics, you know, be kind and compassionate and open-hearted. But, you know, what one person wants is different from what another person wants. And you have to be true to yourself. So what you might have come to perceive as a flaw in yourself might be just the thing that someone else is looking for or that turns someone else on or that someone else thinks is the most awesome thing in the world. It's sort of like our flaws, and I'm making air quotes with that, even though you can't see it, (laughs) is what makes us unique and what makes us who we are and That's beautiful. I'm sure you know the story of in Japan when a piece of crockery gets broken 
I'm sure this was in the old days, but not anymore, when a piece of crockery would get broken, instead of throwing it away because it had a crack in it, they would fill the crack with gold and the item would become more beautiful and more valuable. You know, it's through the knocks of life that we gain our wisdom, that we grow and evolve and can relate to others as well. You know, that we find other people who have experienced similar things and the path that's led them down and the lessons that's taught them and the growth they've had from it. And it's another way for us to connect with people. So imagine you come into an encounter with someone. Could be a business encounter, but I'm talking more about a romantic encounter or a potential erotic encounter. And you bring, say, 50% of yourself because you feel like 50% of me is okay and 50% of me, I don't feel safe showing this person, so I'm going to hide that. Now, I know we don't bring 100% bells and whistles on a first meeting all the time. You know, we, we get to know people slowly over time. We have to build some trust. We have to know that we're safe to show them our flossom self fully. So I know that you don't bring all of yourself maybe in that first meeting, but say you bring 50% of you and they do the same. And that's not too bad. You know, you could have each brought say 30%, but neither of you in this 50% experience are having the full experience of the other And you're not having the full experience of bringing yourself. Now, I know that learning to bring your full self into your encounters, into your relationships, into the bedroom is a whole thing. (laughs) That's why I have work, right? It's terrifying and scary and it takes practice and it takes cultivating it regularly. You have to find your courage and, and take a risk. So if you know you have flaws Again, only you can really decide what that means or shame and fear and guilt and what I call the human wound of I'm not enough or I'm not good enough. If you've got old habits and patterns and ways of thinking about yourself that are no longer serving you, that are holding you back and have become like a brick wall to intimacy, it's time to address those. I think it's almost impossible to let them all go overnight. When you've got to my ripe old age, for example, a lot of conditioning has dug in deep. It has roots and layers and multi-layers. And maybe even we come in with some stuff from our ancestors and so on. And so you have to practice letting it go. You have to get help to let it go. You have to be willing to come back to it over and over again, dig a little deeper, keep doing the practices and letting a little bit go at a time. And then you find your way back to balance and you reorient yourself to your life and who you are now. And then at some point, a little more will come up and be ready to be cleared. The path to healing and clearing and loving all of that stuff isn't a straight line. It's not always straightforward. And it certainly isn't always easy, but it is always worth it. Always, always, always. Because whether that leads you into an intimate relationship or romantic relationship or more sexual relationship or not, It will lead you into a better, deeper relationship with yourself, a truer relationship with yourself. And that is your first relationship ever. So where are the parts of you that you could love a little bit more? Which are the parts of you that you don't speak too kindly to or about? How could you be more compassionate with them? 
anything that you've said or done or not done in your past was a survival strategy or coping mechanism or just the way it was then. You have to be easier on yourself. We do the best we can in any moment. You've always done the best you could in any given moment. And what you can do in the next moment may be different. But to get there, it requires cultivating some self-awareness and some self-acceptance and self-love. And I have to tell you, that is an ongoing, lifelong project. And it's not like you get to a place of self-love, the bell rings like ding, ding, ding. <laughs> You've done it. Now you love yourself. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. You do get to a place of embracing the practices of loving yourself and knowing and enjoying the the practices and rituals and things that help you keep coming back to yourself. It is a constant practice, but you start to enjoy the process. I'm sure as I'm saying all of this, you're recognizing these places in yourself. You know the habits that you have of thinking poorly about yourself, the things you say about yourself that could be kinder, the bits about yourself that you hold back when you meet people. You know, eventually you want to start to reveal the truth and the fullness of who you are in your connections because we long for intimacy. We're hardwired for it. And if you only ever feel that you can reveal a small percentage of yourself, you're going to miss out on deep intimacy that is available to you. Now, not everyone will be able to meet you there. But the most important thing is that you meet you there, that you have access to this beautiful parts of you and to the flawed parts of you and the flawsome parts of you and you love and accept and acknowledge all of them and then when it's time when you feel safe when you feel ready you can start to reveal those to others and deepen the intimacy and connection between you i mean that's what intimacy is that's a huge part of it it i can feel it in my body as i say it it's so exciting so you are flossom my love of course you have flaws we all have flaws we all aren't perfect. We all make mistakes. We're supposed to. We're learning. We're learning and growing and evolving all the time. If we were in our most perfect state, whatever that is, we probably wouldn't be in a human body right now. We would just be consciousness floating around or be part of the cosmic soup. But we came into these bodies. We came into using the senses that we have with our bodies to have different experiences. And so I urge you from my heart to find ways to love and accept and acknowledge all the parts of who you are. Let me give you a few ways to start with. The first thing is to start to notice how you speak about yourself and how you think about yourself and to course correct as you go. So sometimes naturally we think negative thoughts about ourselves or we're mean to ourselves or we think things to ourselves like, why did you do that? You're so stupid or whatever it is. You know, the, you know the stuff. The first thing is to notice that you're doing it and then to neutralize it in some way. So eventually, hopefully, we start to put new ideas in place or we just allow something else to arise. But to begin with, we want to rewire your neural pathways to a new habit, a new thought. And the easiest way is just to say, I'm sorry I said that mean thing. You're not stupid. You're doing the best you can in this moment. Or it's okay. I feel compassion for you. Or let's try and do better next time. Anything that neutralizes the mean negative thoughts. That means that you've caught the issue. You've caught the thing that's a bit of a habit. 
and you've neutralized it and you can start to reach for a new thought. Another thing you can do, and this is really, really important because ultimately what we're trying to do is, as I said before, rewire your neural pathways so that it's easier and quicker for you to think new thoughts, have new feelings, that kind of thing. So every day for the next 10 days, at least, write down or say out loud five things that you appreciate about yourself or five things that you're grateful for about yourself. In fact, write them down and and say them out loud, both. I appreciate my eyes. I appreciate the way I spoke kindly to someone today. I appreciate that I make great toast. I appreciate my love of dogs or whatever. It doesn't have to be big things like I'm so great and I'm so fabulous and awesome. It just needs to be anything that you feel in that moment. And quite often the small things are the really beautiful things like I'm grateful that I made myself dinner tonight. That's it. So at least 10 things you appreciate or 10 things you're grateful for about yourself for at least 10 days. But really, truly, I would encourage you to keep doing it every day. I read a list of gratitudes every day, most days anyway. And I would encourage you to make this a lifelong practice. The more that you cultivate this self-love, the easier it's going to be to love yourself and to love and accept all the parts of you, all your flossom parts. If you want some help with that, I'd recommend that you go to my website. On the resources page, there is a self-love, self-care PDF that you can download for free that has loads of recommendations for things that you can do in the mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual areas that are about self-love and self-care. Choose something on the list every day, something that resonates for you at that moment. Do it for yourself. Nurture and love yourself. Embrace your flossom, my love. (laughs) As you start to build this as a regular practice, see what happens. See what happens if you can keep that practice up for 10 days, 21 days, and then keep going. It's a never-ending, beautiful journey to go on. And as you go on it, you'll find that you start to feel better about yourself, you start to evolve, and then you start to attract different opportunities, different possibilities, different people, different relationships into your life. Let me finish with this. You are perfect just as you are. There is nothing you need to do or say or be to be worthy of love and to be worthy of a gorgeous, intimate experience and relationship and possibilities. You are perfect just as you are. Yes, there's the option to grow and expand and become even more of who you are, to live that out loud and to live it beautifully and fully. Embrace all of who you are, the light and dark and shadows, the beautiful, the joy, the pleasure, the fabulous, and the flossom. Thank you for listening to the Sexual Alchemy Podcast with Rebecca Lowry. If this podcast has aroused your curiosity and you'd like to take things further, you can get a copy of my free video training, Reclaiming Your Intuitive, Confident, Sensual Self. The link is in the show notes below, wherever you are listening.